0: Welcome back, my friends, to Galarian. You step onto the teleportation circle at Nexus House in Quantium. You feel the heat of the desert's coastal town kind of suffusing the stones. You smell the salt air with some cinnamon and and another uh, spices uh, cooking in the nearby kitchens from the unseen servants. Uh, Subnet says, "Well." Good luck out there, and, um, we're going to want to dress warm as there is a bright flash of light, and the warmth leaves. You now stand within the teleportation circle room of Vodovani Lodge, much cooler, colder, and with the scent of a mint, and cool, soft things. As the Gravelands, far, but not far enough, to the west, beckon, uh, and you step out into a eerily quiet lodge. So as you step off of the teleportation circle in the Vodovani Lodge, uh, eerily quiet as it is in the town of Caliphas, capital of the nation of Ustalav, what do we see from our heroes? How are they um, dressed? How are they prepared? How are they feeling as we approach? And, uh, you know, let's uh, just a quick, you know, good way to reintroduce ourselves as a new adventure begins Uh, so tell us uh, and we can start with Mindy Melrose cool Uh, Mindy looks
1: a little pale a little unsettled she's holding Ralph like on her chest with one hand and her staff in the other hand and she looks unsettled and uncomfortable She's got, you know, her pack all ready. She's she's ready to go, but she doesn't seem like she's very excited to be home because this is, in fact, her home that she has not been back to in a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Our wizard, a little, uh little apprehensive.
1: She's not happy to be home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's little legs dangling as you hold him to your, to your chest.
1: I was thinking uh, more like he's sitting on her chest, but that's fine too. He could be like awkwardly perched over her hand while she just holds her holds him there.
0: Um he like gives your hand your your fingers a little a little like embrace and like pats your the back of your hand.
2: <laughs>
1: little kisses. Oh. Little rat
0: kisses. It'll be alright, ma'am.
1: Oh my god, I forgot Ralph could talk. yeah
0: it's up to you at the beginning of each day if i can talk or not ma'am
1: well i guess you're talking today my dear yes yes
0: yes the social engagement's quite all right
1: i put i put ralph on my shoulder
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. he straightens his little hat uh next h2 how are you feeling
2: Um, H2 is looking as stoic as ever, um, which, you know, isn't difficult since she doesn't have, you know, normal facial features as such. She's kind of adjusting her, uh, scabbard for her greatsword and sort of surveying the other party members, seeing how they're doing, um, Mm -hmm. since, you know, not too long ago we were in a pretty perilous situation, and now we're about to be in another one.
0: Mm-hmm. Very much so, yeah. it's There's a kind of chill in the air as you are on the northern shore, Caliphus is, of Lake and where the whispering tyrant broods in his Isle of Dread. Certainly a sort of downbeat place. Um, besides all of this, <laughs> and perhaps... Who knows how how apprehensive they are. Calamus Palm, little cactus guy. How are you feeling?
3: Yeah. I think as the, like, warmth goes away, Calamus is just searching for patches of sunlight to hang out in and is uh, looking uneasy. I think maybe has uh, Digsby sniffing around just sort of as they go.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, you're in the Vodovani Lodge, also called Haven Guard. It serves as a treatment facility for a lot of people coming out of the gravelands these days. You know, it was a mental health facility for a long time before that. And it is, you know, it is kind of ch- a chilly vibe, though there are still some tall, narrow windows with patches of sunlight uh, streaming in. Uh, Digsby is sniffing around, does not seem overly concerned, seems chill enough. He is a badger.
3: I think if if Digsby seems chill, then Calamus will build off that. Like, okay, it's it's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, j- j- uh, not Jade. Well, he, it is Jade, but
4: Ist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ist is always one of those people that has sort of enough energy that they've got that faint air of maybe vibrating a little bit like always ready to do something but here in this place it has a little bit more of a nervous quality to it Um, and they're (laughs) pulling out from their bag like arm warmers that still leave their fingertips free for casting there's leg warmers now on over their boots and they've pulled out like a little pair of like mittens for their ears, and they're just like putting those on and <laughs> tying it behind the back. one of Ist's ears got nearly ripped off in the last mission, and is like, my dad is gonna kill me if I come home missing an ear due to frostbite. Um, mm. And I like my job in the Pathfinders, mm. and I do not want to have to quit.
0: <laughs> so.
4: Uh, they are clearly ha- handmade. these They are a little bit lumpy.
0: Mm.
1: How long did we have to prepare for this mission in particular?
0: Uh, because you didn't have to teleport across because you were able to teleport, and not take the long route, you, you probably had a couple days of preparation. okay. just to like you know, get your get your bearings and 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 grab whatever you needed uh, from the markets of Quantum. Um and as you as you are like all kind of taking uh, uh your your bearings in this place, uh a door a creaky door opens at the end of the hall, and you see a burly half orc in uh scrubs uh say um Hello. You are the ones for uh the mission, eh?
4: I'd nudge Mindy forward. <laughs> um
0: <clears throat>
1: Uh, yes yes we are
0: okay i will take you to infirmary thank you and so he does
1: (laughs) am i from fantasy russia
0: (laughs) you're in fantasy transylvania
1: ah right (laughs) okay cool
0: Uh, Ustalov is, is, you know, kind of Eastern European. There's vampires and all sorts of stuff. Um, back in first edition, Ustalov was home to the Carrion Crown, uh, adventure path, which was a six part, very episodic campaign where each one was a different kind of hammer horror monster. That's pretty cool, actually. Like there was like a, like a haunted castle and vampires under Caliphus and dealing with, uh, werewolf clans uh and i think there there's one where you have to um defend Frankenstein's monster in court against a murder charge
4: wow love that
0: yeah i love that
1: actually that's the, this rules i this i haven't makes a lot of who mindy is as a person so funny yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the this is the this is the like the horror like splatterpunk goth like Setting. country
1: yeah, I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs>
4: uh, God, she's such uh, a normie. Compa- like she comes from the this most gothy vibey. Like this is she's so preppy. This is hilarious. She's so
1: preppy, but she does she does wear mostly black. Like she is wearing like all sorts of like she looks very stereotypical wizard, but like she's a she's little a goth.
4: Sp- so she's a prep goth. Mm-hmm. Is is what she's I'm a hearing. prep goth?
1: Yeah, she is a hundred percent.
0: Yes. So it goes. And so uh, Vodovani Lodge, is, it's normally a bustle of activity, a whirlwind of pathfinders preparing for or returning from missions throughout Ustalav in the Gravelands. But today it's eerily quiet. A gnome wearing robes embroidered with butterflies and crescent moons tends to the wounds of a middle-aged woman as you arrive at the infirmary. Ah, yes, welcome, says Evni Zongnos, uh, venture captain of the Vodavani Lodge, as she gestures for you to join her and her patient while, while passing a discarded advantage to the nurse who brought you here. Uh, she asks him to fetch more coverings and hot water, and he nods and departs. Evni's patient relaxes at the venture captain's touch on her arm. This is claudiet Dralston, She's one of our best trackers, and her team has been scouting the Gravelands. That is, they were, until they disappeared a few years ago. Sadly, Claudiette is the only one of her team to escape. She finally found the time to report in. Uh, she kind of gives her like a wry-like look, and <clears throat> Claudiette says, Maybe we should ask Dr. Trice to help you, since your stitches are so untidy but is like, you know, this is kind of just their ribbing. Evne tuts, but gently patched, pats her arm. Since the region fell to the Whispering Tyrant, Claudiette has been gathering stranded refugees in a village called Steadfast. As the settlement expands, it grows increasingly likely the Whispering Tyrant's army will discover it. The dead are gathering near Steadfast, and its citizens need a safe path to the border. Claudiette left to find help. She barely managed to escape and nearly died before reaching Vodovani Lodge. Uh, she offers Claudiette uh, ooh, who I also have art of. One second. Uh Evni Zongnas for the record, uh, a gnome. Uh kind of funny. Both adventure captains you've dealt with in these two last two adventures have been kind of fancy-looking gnomes. Um, this one, she's wearing very desnan kind of robes crescent moons and butterflies uh she's got like a little messy bob cut hairdo uh <laughs> claudia drelston is uh normally you can the kind of person that looks like they are made for wearing leather armor and carrying a bow uh though she is in patient like robes right now she's got like long dreadlocks a kind of a scarred rugged face um but with like a lot of vitality to it uh, she did manage to survive after all she, Ebony, uh, offers a cup of hot tea to Claudiette, who wrinkles her nose at the aroma before downing it in one gulp and then continuing the story. Evne's people took some, ram- some notes for my ramblings when I arrived. We're hoping it's enough to find the town and get the people out, because for the life of me, I'm not sure how I made it out of the Gravelands. I left a-, a knight named Sir Cray Darahan in charge when I left, But if he has his way, he'll end up getting everyone there killed trying to fight back against Tarbafon's forces. Evni nods. Our contacts among the Knights of Lastwall report that undead troops aren't especially active in the area at the moment. This lucky circumstance, along with Claudiat's notes, should allow you to sneak into the Gravelands without running into more undead than you can handle. Unfortunately, Claudius needs to recover here, so it's up to you to enter the Gravelands, defeat the threats you encounter, chart a path to Steadfast, and deliver some critical supplies we're sending along, including a magical keystone, to prevent the dead from joining Tarbathon's army. You can use these supplies in an emergency, but they're intended for Steadfast. The more you can deliver to the refugees, the easier time they'll have escaping. Uh, Questions? Uh, and she also gives you a set of directions that Claudia had written down. And I will also give you my list of questions that the adventure provides. And you can use these as you wish.
1: Right. Um, so to be entirely clear, our mission isn't within the city. It's not. Good. I like that. That's good. Um, yes,
0: um, Calatia <laughs> is simply the staging point for the bulk of the Pathfinder Society's missions into the Gravelands.
1: Okay, that's. Do you have a map for us so we can, so I can just so I can get a little bit of a better idea of where we're going.
0: I wish the whole area is shrouded in some kind of mist. You combine that with the losing fight after fight with skeletons and other hungry dead. Well. I'm lucky I can tell the tale at all. Best I've got is the directions.
1: Fair enough. I I hold out my hand and go, uh Melinda Melarosa, by the
0: way. Oh, like the perfume shop? Um mm, yes.
1: Yes, like the perfume shop. That that is oh. my family.
0: Oh, Looks
4: okay. <laughs> is looking at mendy mm. like.
0: Uh huh. Uh uh. <laughs> Uh, Evne is like, It is. I had heard that the Melorosis had all died.
1: Not, um... Not all of us.
0: Well, huh? oh. Good on you for, uh, passing the business along to other hands then, I suppose. I couldn't say. Hmm.
1: <sighs> Sorry, back to the mission, though. Um... I I sort of gesture for one of my compatriots to to take over for a
2: second.
0: Ralph pats you on the side of the head.
2: What can we expect in the Gravelands?
0: Uh, The dead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And strange mists, I'm assuming.
0: Yes. uh, And and to be completely uh, clear, the dead are everywhere. There are roving bands of undead as well as just from what Claudius says, something in the area makes it so that everything that dies rises again. Most of them are under the spell of some necromancer or some other malevolence.
1: Right. Everything that wow. dies,
0: huh? Uh, and Claudia says, and riders, knights of death on shadowy steeds, avoid the roads at all costs. Great. Cool.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Sounds pleasant. Uh, I guess Calamus will. Yeah, did you uh, learn that firsthand? What What happened to your team?
0: Uh, you see, anger and despair war for control over Claudiette's face. They're They're dead. We lost our wizard, Teratasi. First, she died trying to fight off the Death Knight. As for my husband, well. Seldrick was turned into something horrible when he died and he killed Vodrek and Edmund. He killed them and they rose to attack me on his orders.
3: Are they still out there like that?
0: I didn't kill them. I barely escaped.
1: I just say, I'm so sorry for your loss. So, the, um, the keystone, it's, uh, it it repels the undead somehow?
0: We had a um, Ferasmin priest who passed on a few weeks back. He explained how we could protect the town from undead by using the keystone, but he couldn't complete the ritual to enchant it while in the Gravelands' corruption. The area around the town is afflicted. Something makes everyone who dies return to join the enemy. This stone, if properly enchanted can keep that effect at bay at least long enough for people to get away they came to Ustilov to get help but also to get the keystone to someone who could complete the preparations thanks to Evni, it's ready to go
2: what sort of supplies are we delivering
0: uh evney gestures over to a pair of saddlebags huh? There are some food and basic medical supplies, of course, but if most of the gear is specifically to detect, avoid, or, does forbid, fight off the undead. Use what you must, but the more you can bring to the refugees in Steadfast, the better off they'll be.
3: How many people are in Steadfast? How many should we reserve or expect?
0: Um, there's a few hundred people, and... Uh, huh. Not all of them are exactly alive, but don't worry. The <laughs> effect that, prev- that prevents true death in the region has caused many undead to rise as Tarifon's servants, but somehow many others have avoided such a fate. They're dead, but they've retained their sense of self and purpose. I, I can't explain it, but I know they need help just as much as the living. And the Whispering Tyrant's forces will destroy them just as swiftly as the other refugees. I see.
1: Mindy looks like she's just had several horrifying realizations all at once, and she doesn't seem like she maybe wants mm-hmm. to share.
3: Gee, I wonder if Mindy's dead family is. <laughs> mm. Mm.
4: Mm. Mm. This, um, Sir Cray you mentioned, what's his deal if he's so ready to try and fight?
0: Well, uh, Cray is a, he's a knight of last wall. They're people of action. Uh, I think there's some some sort of tower out there that, that he believes that destroying the tower will protect people or save them from worse fates. But we don't have the, the the kind of people or resources to affect such a thing. And even if we did, it would immediately tell the Whispering Tyrant's forces where the rest of the people of Steadfast are. He's. A good man and protective, but also a bit hot-headed.
4: Yeah, sounds like a last wall.
0: Yeah. You must, I suppose, you must have met some.
4: Uh, Esther's like fiddling uh, with the ring that they wear. Uh yeah. Um, no, not that kind of ring, Sam. Stop wiggling your eyebrows at me. <laughs> um, this is you're your not backstory. wearing a ring
1: around your neck.
4: No, not. a ring on a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> um, my um, family traveled with some of the, uh, the knights when we left.
0: They are, by and large, good people, if a bit hot headed at times. A bit gung ho.
4: <sighs> I don't suppose I know the name Sir Cray, do I?
0: Uh, no, probably not. There's a lot of knights of Last Wall.
4: Mm
0: hmm. Um. Evne says, all right, um, so Claudia, thank you for your intelligence your and your information, but let's have you rest, and I will uh, if one of you would like to take the saddlebags, and we can uh, talk outside.
2: H2 picks them up, slings them over <laughs> her shoulder.
0: I love you, H2. <laughs> um. So in addition, uh, so she says, so there are supplies in the bags, but I've also got a few for you. Uh, And she presents three vials of holy water, as well as three bottled sunlights, and two vials of life salt.
3: Calibus will uh, inch over and just pick the bottles of sunlight, like one, two, three,
4: and back away. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
4: How much? I'll grab a bottle of
1: holy water. Sorry, go on.
4: Yeah no um h I've got some holy water of my own uh, that I picked up before we left Quantium Uh how much of the mm. salt was there
0: Two vials
4: And um uh, am I familiar with this substance
0: Yes it is divine it is not alchemical Uh it is salt blessed by channeling life-giving energies into waters purified by holy fire It is a ranged attack, um, but unlike an alchemical bomb, it does not add the manipulate trait to attacks made with it. When it it hits an undead, the salt deals one persistent positive damage, and the undead must succeed at a will save or be unable to attack you as long as it is taking that positive damage. Um, Though that effect ends if you deal any, uh, if you use a hostile action against them.
4: Okay, so it's a good, like, deterrent, like... Yeah. Okay. Oh, of course it is. It's salt. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, one last thing. Uh, Oh, she also gives you the spiral keystone, which is a large chiseled stone with a glowing blue spiral engraved on one side, uh, which is, of course, the symbol of Phrasma, the goddess of death. And uh, one last thing. I contacted uh, Valet Dorant, uh, leader of the Radiant Oath Faction, with Claudiate's report, as she had been a member of that group. I received two missives back. They're further orders, requests, really. Do what you can for the people of steadfast, but whatever you do, come back to us alive. And she gives you two sets of orders. Two missives. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: I'll uh, and then it leaves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll read one of these uh, aloud for our lovely listeners. Uh, the radiant Oaths Orders, uh, pathfinders. The crusade fell and darkness took the land. This is all. This we all know. We also know. Vigil sent knights into the countryside to help those that couldn't help themselves. From pathfinder Droston's report, we know one of Vigil's knights defends steadfast in her place, waiting for the relief you will bring. He has orders to investigate and possibly attack a nearby watchtower guarded by knights that have fallen into undeath. As much as it pains me to give this strategy pause, Sir Cray must stand down, but as a knight I can tell you it will be difficult to convince him to do so without some proof of the dangers at the watchtower. If you find this vile structure, take note of the shields of the knights patrolling it, count their numbers, gauge their defences and bring the information to Sir Cray and Steadfast. He must not engage with them at this time without greater support. Such a mission can only end in death. The same goes for you. If Sir Cray could return with you to uh, Caliphus and do his duty to protect steadfast refugees, perhaps Valus could help him to see better ways to defeat the Dark Forces as she has for me. And that's signed, Knight Errant, Sabina, malestata
1: I- I'll read the second missive. Mm-hmm the horizon hunters orders friends we've heard some of the Drawson pa- party has returned this is the best news despite their tragic losses from what venture captain evney told us Claudiette has only a portion of the maps and logs they were tasked with compiling to find the hidden paths and survivors within the gravelands if it's at all possible recover as much of their records and other maps of the area as you can if we can reconstruct their routes through the hidden paths of the gravelands we can use them to rescue other forlorn communities they came across and chart our way through the lands of the dead this is a dangerous task to be sure but that information is invaluable to the safety of not only your fellow pathfinders but the struggling people left behind in the wake of lastwall's fall signed Calisro benari
0: indeed and so those are your uh those are your your orders your your secondary orders your primary objective is to get to Steadfast with as much of the supplies you've been given remaining uh, and help those there who wish to come back to Caliphus to get back to Caliphus. But you've also been given these two separate things to look into this watchtower and and try to convince Sir Cray Derahan not to attack it and to find... Uh, as much information from the uh, map and logging that the Drossen Party have been doing as you can. Uh, As well, if you'd like, you could uh, make a Pathfinder Society lore or Society check um, to uh, recall knowledge about the Society's previous incursions into the Gravelands.
4: Sure. Have at it. You
0: go first? Uh, <laughs> I was going to be like, you could do that if you want. I'll do it first.
4: Okay, I'll. 20.
0: Fun. Cool. Um, So, you know that scouts unearthed reports for of groups of knights sent from Vigil in the last days before the fall of Last Wall to fortify smaller abandoned outposts throughout the countryside most of them never returned. One such outpost is a watchtower nearby made of dark obsidian and towering over the forest that surrounds it. Pathfinder reports are clear that it's inhabited by powerful grave knights who should be avoided at all costs. Pathfinders are instructed to be wary if they hear the hoofbeats of a cohort of knights patrolling the area because of the danger the tower's knights present. So, a lot of lot of people have, like, interacted or, like, seen this tower, and a lot of people are, like, be fucking careful about the tower. <clears throat> Indeed. All right. All right. Um any any uh ta- chatter amongst yourselves as you as you leave uh you've got you've got the supplies. Uh you're still in Caliphus for the time being. You're going to have to leave Caliphus through the west road. To enter the Gravelands and begin your journey, but if there's a, anything you'd like to do in Caliph's proper, uh, or just any chat you want to do before we get into the expiration act uh, portion of this uh, adventure, uh, now is the time to do it.
1: I have a question. Mm-hmm. Which one of these big manors here to the west uh, is uh, a burnt out husk?
0: Probably, I mean, one of them. You can say
1: I could probably say,
0: cool. Yeah, um, you know where your ass is more than I do. Yeah.
1: That's fair. I would probably say it's this one. Sure. For our listeners, that doesn't mean anything, but
0: it means zero things.
1: It means zero things for our listeners. However, what I am gonna say is, I think. <sighs> I intentionally chose this one because it is visible from the West Road as we leave. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Mindy does want to go check out the house before she goes. You know what? Sure. I think she'll leave it for, for when we get back.
0: Sure. Um, as you go, can everyone else give me perception checks?
1: Fuck
4: yes, H2. H2. Oh,
1: my God, <laughs> H2. Shit. H2 sees everything in the universe. H2 just got a 27.
4: Yeah, like my 14 looks like
1: nothing.
0: H2 got a 27, it's so a 19 on the die.
4: Casually doubling my ability to notice shit. has <laughs> <laughs> got a 9.
3: Mm, I don't see shit.
0: H2. You noticed, one, you noticed Minnie's reaction to the talk of the perfume shop. You also notice as you leave. Uh, and as you make your way from, uh, the Vodavani Lodge, which is like in the center of the, of the town, basically, uh, within like the fortified region of the town and, and west through the city of Caliphus and all along the west road, you actually pick out three or four Mellow Rosa aromatics, uh, shop carts posted at various like street corners and marketplaces throughout the city. I think with a 27, you hear like a lot of like the salesmen are like, yes, you know, like uh, you can smell like this or smell like that. And also it's we, we've been building this special new perfume that will keep the undead away. You know, vampires struck the streets of Calabas and only Mellow Rosa Aromatics can protect you from their bite.
2: Sounds fake, but OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: A gimmick. We love capitalism.
0: It does sound fake.
1: Yeah. Mindy's way too out of it to notice this shit, but if she did, she'd probably be real fucking mad about it. That's okay,
2: because H2 is going to march up to one of the uh, stalls that's uh, selling this miracle perfume and say, I demand proof. I must be immune to undead. Oh my god, You're a fucking robot. You're already immune to the undead. (laughs) (laughs) If
0: you want immunity to the undead, my friend, all you need is a simple five gold purchase. uh, And the results will speak for themselves. Simply dab it on your uh, around your neck. Wires uh, (laughs) before bed and be amazed as you awake and have not been fed on during the night.
2: Uh H2 passes over 5 gold and leans in and says, "If I am subject to the attentions of undead, I will come back here for this 5 gold."
0: Uh no refunds, thank you. <laughs> uh any complaints can be uh, uh remanded to our uh uh complaint uh uh PO box, which is in the central mailing system of Califis. Hmm
2: h2 puts on the perfume
0: and i bet no vampires will feed on you tonight
2: we'll see about that and then uh, she goes to melinda and is just like this perfume business is very strange (laughs) Uh, this sort of seems to wake mindy up for the first time
1: since they've been like she's been just dissociating as they walk through (laughs)
2: Caliphus, and she goes perfume business what what did you just buy? Supposedly it will repel, repel undead, but I do not believe him. We don't make a... Supposedly it smells nice, but I do not know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll... I, I hold my hand out for the <laughs> bottle, basically. Calamus gives you a sniff. <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs>
1: or Digsby climbs up you and does that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I hand over the bottle. I smell it and make sort of a sour face, like... I don't know about that one. This definitely isn't one of our blends.
0: It's pretty garlicky. Gross.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this definitely... We make floral...
0: Uh, give, me a, give, me a, give me a crafting check, Mindy.
1: Oh my god, yeah, okay.
0: Thirteen. You don't remember what your blends smell like.
1: Did none of them smell like garlic! <laughs>
4: <laughs> give me. I hand over the bottle. Uh, I want to try and suss out what's in this.
0: <laughs> cool, yeah. Give me a give me a, a perception check.
4: Can it not be a crafting check?
0: Oh, crafting! Yes, crafting. You can absolutely can.
4: I've just noticed they're the same stat, but I at least am proficient in crafting.
0: <laughs> mm.
4: That's a seventeen.
0: Respectable. I, like,
4: I literally dip a finger in it and then lick my <laughs> finger to be clear. <laughs> oh god.
0: Oh my god. It's got. I mean, it's got. It's got a. Um... It's got a garlic infusion. It's also got... It doesn't have, like, a little bit of salt, like, life salt in it. Uh, I think with the 17, what you get is, like, what... It's just the materials used to make it are not incredibly high grade. Uh, and, Mindy, if you look over at the um, carts selling Melo Rosa Aromatics, aromatics, uh, they are selling them for wildly lower, like prices than you they used to sell for.
1: <sighs> Mindy just sort of takes a deep breath and is like mission is more important. Deal
4: with it when I get back.
1: <sighs> she looks really upset. <laughs>
4: I, I I hand the perfume back to H2. I said, I think it'd actually be better with salad dressing, to be honest. It's about the same thing Anyway Mindy Trot up next to you Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes You've got this real big uh, Air of trauma around you right now Do you want to talk about it? It's going to be a long ass walk
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you say
3: that to someone? (laughs) Um.
0: Big ass air of trauma around you
4: Why to say that? Excuse me. Uh, as a psychic, my path is emotional acceptance. I am very emotionally aware of other people as well as myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, Mindy just fucking looks at you and is like, um, n- not particularly. No.
4: <laughs> Why the fuck you lying though? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, she's saying she doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Perhaps perhaps later when we're... I, 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 for the sake of drama, I want to say that they're just like... Now that they've started walking again, they're just about... They're basically off in the very far distance. You can see the burnt out husk of a house and she just sort of... <sighs> H2,
0: you notice that as well. She
1: sort of glances off towards it and says... Perhaps another
0: time.
4: I mean, I don't know when we're gonna be walking past an ominously significant seeming burnt out house, but fine. You know <laughs> it's not good for you to uh, hold on to this stuff. It makes you constipated as all hell. I'll take that under advisement. You should you know actually, if that if the constipation thing is true, you should just drink that stuff that H2's got. Frankly. Oh, that
3: seems like it will definitely give you diarrhea.
4: Exactly, Calamus gets to say? see. He's a druid. Uh, they're a druid. If anyone's Ugh. gonna know how to make your stomach work in a different direction than it's currently operating, <laughs> they would know.
3: I'm gonna advise you not to drink like a vial of just pure garlic oil before we go into the forest. That's There's delicious. other stuff in it. It's Probably
1: alcohol in <laughs> there somewhere salt. too. Holy salts, yeah. alcohol. You need a drink medium
4: with which drink. to carry the garlic. That's why it's an infusion. Do you people know nothing about cooking? Oh my god.
1: I know enough about perfumery.
4: Okay, well this is interesting. I'm still going to wear it. I'm not (laughs) saying you shouldn't, I think garlic's great. Uh. Who doesn't like the smell of garlic? Anyway, how do you know so much about perfume then?
1: I'm just going to sort of look at at Ist and be like, how do you think I know so much about perfume?
3: I mean, the guy did say your family... Owned the perfumery, right? Yeah. We heard that, right?
1: Yes, you did.
4: This is an invitation for conversation, Melinda. (laughs) I'm not actually dense. All right. Look. If you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it. I thought we could maybe ease our way into the conversation by starting by talking about perfume. I'm not exactly happy to be going walking into the gravelands right now. (laughs) Maybe I wanted the fucking distraction. But fine, oh. you want to ignore your fucking trauma. That's fine. That that, I'm yeah, just that, gonna I'm that, just gonna
1: give it a pat on the shoulder and say, "It's a little too close right now."
4: All right. <laughs> I appreciate that I may not seem like the best of listeners, but in fact, I can be.
1: I appreciate the offer. Um, perhaps tomorrow on the road.
4: God, I miss having Dickeress around. At least she would fucking talk to me and walk about (laughs) three steps ahead. (laughs) Oh. Casual reminder Ist is basically an 18 year old. (laughs) I love Ist. I love Ist so much. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mindy's being difficult right now. I will say for for our listeners, when I first dropped that line about an aura of trauma, watching everybody on the cams laugh, I felt very proud. It was
3: really good. You can't just say that to
0: someone. And so, as the the morning becomes day, you step out into the Mm Gravelands. So here's how this works. You have 10 supply. That is not just the the supplies that you have in your saddlebags. That also refers to the supplies that the people of Steadfast have themselves. Um, During exploration... Whatever you'd like, you could spend one supply to rummage through your bags for a minute, gaining five bottles of holy water and five bottles of bottled sunlight. But that reduces it by one as well. Every time you do your daily preparations... You must spend one supply, representing the resources the refugees use up as you take additional time to make your way to Steadfast. It should only take you about a day to get through the Gravelands. But if things go poorly and you need to rest or, or heal, it might take longer. As well, uh, certain um, in certain encounters you will have the opportunity to spend supply for bonuses or to... Uh, or it could happen as a uh, consequence for certain things going wrong. Uh, those will also deplete your supplies. And at the end of this adventure, the amount of supplies you have left will be a factor in determining how well things will go for the people of Steadfast. Does that all make sense?
3: They're fucked. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. We're going to do a good
1: <laughs> job and we're going to get there and we're going to save them. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and so i will present you again with claudia dralston's directions someone wants to read these these are the ramblings that claudia may gave the people of the Vodovani lodge upon her arrival which is your only way of knowing how to get to steadfast
4: right so to start at the beginning of her directions though we'll effectively be working from the bottom of these directions up um, not far from Steadfast, there's an enormous watchtower made of polished obsidian or marble of some kind. It's surrounded by dead last war knights, and they seem to patrol as if it's still alive. Steadfast populace gave the watch, give the watchtower a wide berth, and the town is hidden from the tower's view by the ever-present mists. Sir Cray insists the tower is important, but he's in no condition to mount an attack. He may try to anyway. Please stop him. I stayed off the road since the Watchtower's knights sometimes patrolled them, but made my way to the crossroads I knew was near the campsite we'd stayed at on the last fateful night. I made the mistake of returning there in hopes of gathering our notes of survivors and holdouts in case I made it back to the society, but I failed. The dead hunted me like food. I think some of them were my fellow pathfinders. I lost my closest friend, Featherful, near an old caravan that had plunged into a ravine. But I trudged alone, following the river as it turned to north, away from the roads. The dead followed on my heels, I couldn't fight them all off. Finally I found the old stone bridge that led across the river. Some young Tufts found me there and helped me to Caliphus. I never thought I would see the living again. I should like to thank you thank them, but I never know never knew their names. So we gotta find this bridge, find the river.
0: And the bridge. All right. And so with that, you trudge off in the heading the uh gave you. So the old stone bridge is pretty easy to find. That is the, the closest, the, the thing that is closest to you as uh, to Caliphus as you make your way into the Gravelands. You see an old bridge crossing one of the nearest parts of the Path River leaving the dubious safety of Ustalov for the wilds of the gravelands. The well-worn path leading to the bridge hasn't been kept up for many years, but the bareness of the riverbanks and sparse foliage keep it easy to follow. A light mist draws itself up from the river below, setting the far shore in a slight haze. And as you approach, you see, kind of hanging out on the river, on the the bridge, are a group of of, Youth. uh, of <laughs> youths Uh of J- youths Jensen kind of busted old armor scavenged likely uh, who are like kind of just sitting along the bridge Um give me a perception check ooh that's a
4: 26 for East a 23
2: nice. for Mindy 19
0: for H2 fantastic okay a 28 alright so everyone hey, hears yeah. them Kind of talking. One of them's like, "I don't know. Maybe we should have uh, like given them something more or something." And and another one says, Grummel, we're we're bandits. We're taking from Pete." It's like, "Yeah, but they were in such trouble, <laughs> you know." Uh, you know? Um, I don't know. Maybe. It's just, it's, oh, there's people coming. Um, as uh you uh, approach. They all kind of stand up, and puff out their chests. They've got little, uh, like short swords and pikes. And the one in front says, uh, halt! This bridge is t- a tall one for the Grim Rictus gang.
4: Doesn't look that tall to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, is, uh, is tall. You, you, three gold to pass. I'm just gonna reach okay. in my bag and pull
1: out three gold.
2: <laughs> yeah, same. Oh but actually actually I'm gonna pull out uh, six gold and and say who were you talking about who came before us?
0: Oh, uh people? What do you mean?
2: <laughs> you were talking about someone who came before
3: us. You said you should have given them more.
0: Oh, uh yeah, yeah, I mean they were in trouble <laughs> Some refugees passed through. It's you know. Um,
2: were they coming towards the city, or were they going
0: in our direction? Towards the city. We give me a give me a, a diplomacy to make an impression to get these guys to talk. Oh boy! Right now they're unfriendly <laughs> to you because they're bandits holding this road.
2: A twelve that tracks for H two.
0: Um he goes like listen, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh you know, if you want to pass you pay the fine, uh, the toll, and uh, you know, we keep doing what we're doing, you do what you're doing, and it's all good.
4: Look, I appreciate that you're just uh, trying to earn a living by hustling passers by. Um, very reputable line of work, I'm sure. Yep. We're heading out into the Gravelines to help a bunch of people get out of a village and make their way back here. Another way of looking at it is that uh, we'll be bringing more people back who you can then
0: ask for tolls. So, if you would be uh, so kind. One of, the guys in the, one of the guys in the back says, we don't tell people coming from the Gravelands, only people stupid enough to go. Shut up, Grom. We'll mm. probably still toll them. But they, they are refugees. Shut up!
4: I respect the can We've got what we need here. But no, we're going into the Gravelands. Every chance we'll come, we'll die out there. And you know, you've been hearing the stories about what happens if you die in the Gravelands?
0: Bad things.
4: Bad things. So if you could maybe help some folks out, and that way we won't be compelled to come back here as undead creatures to fuck with your shit.
0: I am having difficulty following the path of your electric here. That's, what do a com- you want to-
4: That's a common problem. I do tend to talk mm. in circles. Look. But buddy, it's called a threat. My point is Look. anything you could tell us about said folks that came past or what we might encounter soon after crossing this fair bridge would be incredibly helpful. Because we would like to not die.
0: Give me a, give me a deposit check.
4: Sure thing. Uh that's an eighteen. I'm debating if it's worth spending a hero point on this.
0: Um, um, I'll tell you that's a that is a success to okay. make an impression and make a request. Okay. Against them. Then
4: I'll then I'll leave I'll let it I'll let it stand at the eighteen.
0: Let's see, yeah. Uh, yes. Maybe some people come out of the Gravelands, and maybe it feels too bad to rob fleeing people. Yeah, sure. Uh, but you're going in, so you're going to give us the three gold pieces a piece. And uh, I guess we made this map uh, of the surrounding areas to see maybe where we could ambush people for, you know, bad bad people. Probably we would, they would be bad for us to ambush them. But uh, you know, it might help you find your way around, or is just a good. Uh, uh, and you would know that that will go that'll, as a step mm. towards completing Absolutely. your Horizon Hunters mission.
4: Absolutely. That would be impeccable. Let me give you the toll plus an extra two gold for all of your assistance. Oh.
0: Um, and one of the guys says, Krom, that's more than we've got in the last two weeks. And, Shut up, mm-hmm. <laughs> This This is a good thing that you do for us. And this <gasps> is a
4: good thing that you do for us.
1: I'm gonna step forward and say, "How long ago?" Uh, actually, before I start, how long ago was did the uh, did Claudette come through here?
0: Like a couple days.
1: All right. A ranger came through. I, I I'm holding out the gold to the guy. A ranger came through here a few days ago. Which direction? Which direction did she come from?
0: Oh yeah, uh, yes. Uh, she came in. Uh, is she okay?
1: She's recovering. Thank you for your help with her.
0: Uh, you know, it's whatever. You know, it's can let people die out here. You know, mm-hmm. we're robbers, okay. not like heartless. Anyway, um, she went to, uh, up down the um, she was coming down the river bank on the north side. Uh, that's probably where her tracks would start.
1: Excellent, thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in an extra gold. Uh, 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 just one extra gold
4: coin.
0: <laughs> it takes it.
4: Calamus is just going to give them the toll and walk by. I love Calamus and their choices. <laughs> uh, can oh we God. also... I know, did we overhear all three of their names between their bickering with each other?
0: Uh, yeah, their names are Grommel, Storvik, and Xander.
4: Well, given that uh, Claude was wanting to know what their names were, just like, I'll scratch that. On the bottom of her directions, I'll just <clears> put <throat> the names down.
0: Incredible. With a Grim Rictus gang with the toughest guys on this bridge.
4: I have no doubt that that is true. Grim Rictus gang. <laughs> Talmus rolling their eyes
3: just like just like humans to turn nature into money somehow.
0: <laughs> uh, and so yeah. Uh, they they said step aside and allow you to pass.
4: Alright, alright, alright. Uh,
0: and about 30 minutes of walking later you arrive at the riverbank. Um, uh, oh, the south side. Or whatever. It's the side of the river. Um, I was mostly
1: wondering, did she come from upstream or downstream?
0: Uh, I mean, they gave you the direction. It yeah. doesn't say which way she is going. Uh, but according to reports, there should be some tracks and broken plants within a quarter mile to show the path she took as she stumbled out of the woods on her way to Ustalav. The haze gets thicker along the river. But it doesn't impair your ability to see clearly uh, around you. Just it makes long distance um, scouting kind of difficult.
1: Can I cast light on the tip of my staff?
0: Yeah, you can. No, it's not dark. It's just, like, misty.
1: And I guess light isn't, isn't heat, so it's not going to, like, radiate heat enough to, like, drive the fog off from our, our, our direct area.
0: No, but it does, like, light you up as a beacon so people could follow it through the fog.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's a bad thing though. For right now, <laughs> I'm gonna put it out again immediately.
0: <laughs> um, Mindy was trying so.
1: something; it didn't work
0: out. <laughs> just kidding. At, just as kidding. you as you are, uh, <laughs> just kidding. As you are going uh, along, who would like to attempt to find Claudius' tracks? It would be survival or scouting war.
3: That feels like something Calamus should be able to do.
4: I believe in them. I believe in you, Calamus. <laughs> Let's see. Let's make sure that's something Calamus can actually do. Ooh, You've yeah. definitely got the best wisdom in this group. I've got survival. It's survival, not nature. Survival. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because you're
0: tracking, <gasps> not just like knowing about plants. You
3: know, I can it's... give it a
0: shot. Hell oh, hey, hey, yeah! Oh yeah! We'll oh. give it a shot. Rolls a twenty-six. <laughs> So, Calamus, describe how you uh, pick up the trail.
3: Um, it's definitely with Digsby's help. And um, I think Calamus also, like, like with Digsby's help, closes their eyes. And, um, like, they're they're a magical fucking cactus, right? So, like, maybe can they see something with their eyes closed, I guess? Like, that
0: tunes them into nature. I mean, I guess, but there's also, like... You know, it's also just bushcraft. There's there's footprints and broken twigs and and True. like the tracks of a person moving through the forest. That's what that's what survival. You know, you're not you're like a you're like a woods you're doing woodsman y stuff.
3: Yeah, so, so that and yeah, just with Digsby's help, Scotland along.
0: Sure. All right. Well, successfully, you manage to find claudia's uh, tracks and they lead you into the woods. You leave the riverbank behind. And travel into the woods. If I knew any of the songs from that musical, yeah, I would say same. the line of them. Same. The mists grow thicker with every step taken deeper into the gravelands. An eerie silence draws around every living thing like a blanket, pierced only by the sounds of footsteps along the trail, the distant howls of unfamiliar creatures periodic hoofbeats on some distant road. From this point on, the fog is thinner, but even during the day, the fog and trees will block your daylight. The woods are now dim light rather than bright light, and at night, you know, will be pure darkness.
4: This is fine. This is fine. (laughs) Okay, so we are following the river, uh, and we're looking- You have left the river. Okay. Um, then we're on the look out uh, for a ravine is what we're looking for next.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you're also dealing with this almost supernatural fog, uh, and, and you're going to need to figure out some way to like navigate your way through it, maybe with uh, arcana or occultism or religion or even nature.
1: I see. I could do arcana. I'm good at arcana. So
0: only only one person, I'm going to let you know, for a lot of these uh, yeah. traversal ones, only one person can make the check, but others can aid.
1: Okay, I'm going to make an arcana check. I'll aid. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I got a 16. What does aiding do again? You have, uh, you have points. I'm going to actually use one of my hero points for that, because that doesn't seem like a success.
0: Right. No.
1: Right, I'm going to use a hero point. 24. Much better. Much better.
0: So yeah, so Mindy, Mindy, you like this is Supernatural Fog, but you are a wizard. You know, like you're a... I'm a wizard
1: of Ustalov, too.
0: Of Ustalov, which is just next door. Mm -hmm. And so you... Describe how you overcome this fog with your arcana.
1: I think it is a lot of... Sorry, Calamus. A lot of the thing that Calamus was trying to do just now, but I'm a wizard. So, a lot of, like, you know, standing still, closing her eyes, sending out, like, a pulse of magic to see, like, to, like, map the landscape out in her brain a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To be able to pick the correct direction to be like, okay, this just sort of, like, pulse of magic to sort of, like, like, sonar, but With, like, pure arcane energy.
0: Sure, sure. And so, you come along, uh, you go moving through the woods, and come across an interesting sight as the mist parts. The wreckage of a carriage is mired in the shallow mud basin of a meander of the Path River, seemingly driven off the road by a mudslide. The carriage train once bordered on opulence with its colorful paint, decorative filigree, and plush cabins. but it shows little of its former elegance of the occupants and team of horses that once pulled the caravan. No trace remains, but as you approach and mindy with that good twenty-four, you get a uh, you know kind of a, a chance to like feel it ahead of time. the shuffling of zombies. And something heavy and powerful sniffle Al-bear. around.
4: Is that a motherfucking owlbear? Cool. Sorry, I'm looking at the at the map that Zach has carefully provided, <laughs> and I'm fairly certain I'm mm-hmm. looking at a motherfucking albert, and it's making me happy.
0: You're looking not at just at an albert,
4: <gasps> something undead albert, a
0: zombifier, a
4: zombie albert.
1: Cool. Um, I mean, I'm going to warn the rest of the party, like, hey, we've got trouble coming.
4: Where are we approaching? Oh, there we are. My, Never mind. I have zoomed out enough to mm-hmm. see where we are.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah, you see some zombies and this zombified owlbear. Um, this is, it is shallow water. It's difficult terrain.
4: How shallow? Two of, two of us are small creatures. How shallow is shallow?
0: <laughs> uh, medium terrain. Uh, difficult terrain for medium or smaller. Okay. it's like waist deep for Ist
4: cool guess we're rolling initiative huh
0: <laughs> I mean yeah you certainly can if, if there's anything you want to do in preparation but if if you approach within a certain uh, you know, distance they all kind of swivel around and come for you
1: oh, yo,
4: yo I got a nat 20 on my initiative Nice, congratulations! You get
1: to go first. Twenty-eight total. Fuck yeah! I got a natural one on my initiative, so wow. I got an eight. <laughs> Good luck. <Lord. laughs> Sorry, I'm not casting any spell buffs for you guys at the beginning of the of
3: the uh, combat.
0: Yeah, as these zombies kind of look over and begin to shuffle and shamble their way, right? we start with this uh all righty
4: all right i'm gonna use my movement uh to sort of traverse down the bank a little bit away from the group and uh sort of pitch up next to this uh big rocky outcropping on the edge of the water um Mm. i don't necessarily expect it to give me partial cover or anything but i want to not i i I do want us to not all be clustered together and i would love Mm. to make uh a check if I can about uh the best way to deal with zombies specifically.
0: Cool, yeah, give me a religion check. Oh, I wish I was better at this.
4: Oh shit, I got another Nat 20. Uh um, nice. that's a 23.
0: <laughs> so zombies are weak to pause so zombies of the undead are one of the more volatile ones. Mm-hmm. They are weak to po- to positive and slashing damage. So that'll that'll be good for them, uh, though the ones—they're not weak to fire damage. No, god damn it. Uh, the the ones around the cart, these these zombies seem to be plague zombies, mm. which do okay. carry rot okay. on their uh, on their jaws. Uh, they also can zombies uh, have a tendency to grab you and get you. Meanwhile, that uh, zombified owlbear... That looks like a bad, a bad time. You know, albers also like to grab their prey and slam them on the ground.
4: Cool. Uh, I'm gonna shout that out uh, to the others, uh, specifically to H two. I'm like, uh, time to slice and dice H two. I think the sword's gonna be the way to go, and I'm gonna cast shield uh, with my final action.
0: Hell yeah, Calvis, that's you.
4: Um, let's see. So, I need 30 feet. 20, 25, 30. Bear in mind the difficult terrain for you is gonna make it take twice as much distance to get there. Yeah. It's gonna be a problem for me. I'll skate you to carry you out. Hmm?
3: Yeah, because I could get where you're at right now. I could get like here on the coast as well yeah i might need to ask h2 if uh if you could carry me out to one of the barrels (laughs) if i could set up there careful you don't get bit bit
1: oh by zombies their jaws carry rods great
3: would be a bad time okay well let's see could i get to the shore here with just one movement as
0: 25?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, one, five, ten. I think that makes this one within 30 feet, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would like to use Disrupt Undead on that, that dude. Nice.
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely.
3: Okay. So I'll roll that.
0: Uh, cool. So that's nine. He's going to roll a fortitude save. 11. That's your 19. That is a failure. Uh, okay. It takes 19 positive damage. As you lance him with positive life energy, and it goes Poof! Does a bunch of hurt.
3: A bunch. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Well, this one is going to come. Uh, it spends its turn getting up to you. Okay. H two. That is you.
2: Okay. Yeah. I can. I can make that. in plenty. With plenty of movement left. So I'm going to come up here. Uh, right next to Calamus and I'm going to swing on the zombie that uh, Calamus Disrupted that is currently looking to attack them, so... Oh, yeah. swinging with my greatsword. Ooh,
4: yeah.
0: Pretty sick. That is going to hit. Uh, you roll a 20. That hits. Dealing 26 damage after rolling 16 on the dice. Slice. This thing is barely holding it together.
2: Alright. I have uh, one action left, correct? You do. Alright, so I'm going to uh, go ahead and take another swing with my greatsword. Rolling a 21, so just, like, bringing it down to slice the remains of this zombie in half.
0: That thing's dead. Absolutely. Woo! Meanwhile, Featherfall comes trundling.
2: Oh, oh, no, that the... that's Featherfall. Oh, no. Oh.
0: <sighs> yeah, Claudia was ranger. This was her animal companion, and now he's dead and a zombie, and he's coming for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh.
3: <laughs> I don't think there's anything I can do to make them not dead anymore.
0: The zombies are shuffling towards you. Mindy Melrose, that is you.
3: Cool,
1: uh, I'm going to use my first action to move. Yes, cool. I'm going to get further away. Hi, um, highest. What's up? And then I'm going to use my Wand of Manifold Missiles. So I'm basically just going to have Magic Missile going and targeting Featherfall. Sorry, buddy.
3: I assume like all of my healing things, it doesn't work anymore now that it's dead dead.
0: Oh yeah, it's Oh dead. yeah, it means it's, it's undead, which means positive energy damage it
3: Yeah, there's no way I can make, make you can heal it Featherfall real again. No,
1: yeah, Featherfalls Featherfall's gone. This is no longer Featherfall. This is Featherfall's reanimated corpse shambling along. I Darn. Know. I would love to be able to bring this back, but sorry, bud. We're not high enough level for that. No.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that would be like reincarnate or, 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 uh, or resurrect, which are both far out of your,
1: yeah. your so, punching. So, spells. Sorry, buddy. Magic missile. Where are you?
3: Yeah, I've got one that can save a dying creature, but uh, it's already that dead. That ship- <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to... So.
0: Mm-hmm. so, first level magic missile. You can spend two actions on it. Yep. Uh, You don't need to roll a d20 for it. It's just 2d4 plus 2. Got it.
1: 7. All right.
0: Featherfall takes 7 force damage as two little magic missiles slam into him. And for the next minute, at the beginning of each of your turns, you fire another bolt. Yes. Uh, Which is pretty cool. Round 2-ist. Featherfall gets those hits and then swings... His big head to look at you.
4: Cool, cool, cool. So few of my spells actually uh, do slashing. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and these guys are weak too positive, not good, correct? Yeah, yes. Cool. In which case, is there anything around me that looks sharp by any chance?
0: Well, there's rocks and
4: stuff. Oh, is there anything like in the debris of the carriage? that look sharp. Absolutely. Wicked. Uh, I'm going to use telekinetic projectile uh, then and I'm going to amp it.
0: All right. Uh, What's the range of telekinetic projectile? 60. Okay, so you're good.
4: Alrighty. Uh, In which case, like a piece of like shattered glass or something from the pane of glass in this caravan. Uh, like, pull, lifts up out of the wreckage and just flies at Featherfall's face. Oof, I'm gonna spend a hero point, because that was only at 12. Um, mm-hmm. So, excuse me, oh, well, I do that. Uh, but that adds So that a is 10. an
0: 11, but yeah, it's a 10, because it was less than, you rolled a four on the, a three on the dice, because so becomes 13. Which becomes mm-hmm. a, Twenty-one which becomes a hit. You deal twenty-three slashing damage to mm-hmm. Featherfall. Mm-hmm.
3: Featherfall deserves better. I
4: agree, but, uh, I agree, Featherfall, but he's looks like, it, Featherfall looks like Featherfall uh, looks like he wants to uh, pick me up and smash me on the ground like a coconut. So, <laughs> um, indeed,
0: uh, so you got one more more action yeah um oh you amped it too so you can do you want to like oh yeah feather uh, fall. he is
4: forced back five feet away from me
0: just kind of slams into the carriage the busted up uh caravan mhm
4: um i am going to
0: <laughs> well, i just looked at your ac <laughs>
4: Thanks. You love to hear the GM go, ooh, that AC. (laughs) just Mm. (laughs) Real comforting. I'm gonna run round the other side of this big ass rock Mm. that I'm next to and (laughs) press myself against it, hoping the green of my skin blends in Mm -hmm. with the moss on the side of this rock.
0: More specifically, I looked at your AC in relation to it. Featherfall's attack bonus.
4: Fuck off, back. I do not need to know until it becomes my problem. <laughs> it sounds like you. it
3: might. It's me again already? Yeah. Dang.
0: That's how Pathfinder combats are supposed to work. It's fast.
4: I, I also want to point out, shit. I have a very it's respectable AC of 17. That's not bad.
0: I mean, H2 has an AC of 20.
4: H2's a fighter. No, H2's a barbarian with a chest plate. I'm a tiny goblin. It's okay.
1: My AC is one lower than yours, so I'm also, like, actually, wait. No, I've got mage armor on, so my AC's a little higher. Mm -hmm.
4: To be clear, Ist doesn't wear armor. So, because psychics aren't trained in any of the armors, I would have to, like, do that. Sorry, Calamus. It's your, your bad. I'm talking over your turn.
3: Uh yeah, I'm just looking through. Uh I think Digsby's just gonna hang out for this one. Um cause I don't wanna have Digsby getting up in
4: in these guys' face. Uh he could he could flank for H2. But that one's dead, isn't it? Yeah, but there's another yeah. one like twenty-five feet away from you. Just to the up and left.
3: Too far for me to Hit, I could hit this guy. Yeah. So I think I might do that. Sure.
4: Is Disrupt Undead a the
3: cantrip then? It is, mm. um, but I've only prepared two of it for the day.
0: Well, again, cantrips, you just prepare one version. One.
3: Like, oh. You, you just...
0: Cantrips are not leveled spells.
3: Oh, shoot. I should have prepared one additional cantrip then. I thought I prepared five uses of cantrips. Oops. No. Oops. Okay. Well, I'll uh, figure out what cantrip I
4: am gonna add on. But now, the disruption continues. Uh, yeah. Cause I don't want to use my heal just yet.
3: Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and disrupt undead again on uh, the owl. I'm sorry, buddy. I feel bad about it.
4: I'm not <laughs> we happy. all feel
1: bad about killing this this owl bear. Oh,
0: sorry. You, are you hitting? Yep. Throwing it on Featherfall and not the not the Plague Zombie. Yeah. Uh yeah,
3: the Plague that Zombie too is too far away. away. I
0: can't. Oh, picture. is it? Yep. Oh, so it is. Alright, Featherfall. Let's give it a roll. Feather Rob rolls a 24. He's gonna take uh half that damage from twelve to six, though it does become sixteen due to uh his weakness. Featherfall is looking rough.
3: Wow, I'm sorry, buddy.
0: Uh, it's looking, looking bloodied. Hmm.
1: Does it bleed if it's undead? It oozes. Hmm. I hate it. Depends on how long it's been dead, I guess.
0: Oh. Show and wear, that's for damn sure. Uh, Kelmus says was two, those two actions to cast the Destruct on Dead. Do you want to do another thing?
3: Yeah, what would my last action be? You can move
2: away from the encroaching zombies.
0: You could. Uh, you could also, if you'd like, spend your action preparing your reaction to aid someone else.
3: Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that.
0: Cool. All right, next is the that zombie. That zombie's dead. Next is H2.
3: So
2: I've thought about this long and hard, and I think I'm going to use my feet sudden charge uh, to allow me to uh, spend two movement actions and as long as I end next to an enemy I can take a swing on it Uh, so I'm going to run up on Featherfall and uh, I'm going to charge Featherfall with my greatsword
0: 22 will hit dealing 19 slashing damage 0 to 9 Featherfall's looking rough. That's for damn. That is there. No bones about that. And no bones. I'm going
2: to... <laughs> I'm going to rear back and with my final action, take another swing with a 24.
0: woo So that's 32. That's 16 times 2. 32 plus 10. 42. <laughs> uh, how do you lay Featherfall to rest? No. Ah... <sighs> I mean,
2: we as the players know that this is Featherfall, but I don't think that H2 as a character knows this is Featherfall, so she just...
0: I mean, he's got a collar.
2: Oh, he does? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, in that case, I think it's going to be a decapitation so we can take the collar back to, uh, uh, back to Featherfall's ranger, Claudiette. Claudiette.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, how do I'm we,
2: sad. How do we?
1: Is, <laughs> is there a particular way that we can prevent these undead from rising once again?
0: Well, you've destroyed them. Okay, cool. That's all you need.
1: Awesome. I wasn't sure if there was like something particular we had to do, or else you know, oops, that one you killed is back. Hmm. That's
0: the it's the I mean the the first the first death usually like destroy you know kills somebody, but their body still has enough. Uh, internal consistency to like be reanimated as an undead mm-hmm. but but to just when you destroy an undead you are removing like en- en- enough of the consistency for even the negative energy it's sustaining it to sustain it here's the way it kind of works um, but all right sick uh, Featherfall's falls uh, body kind of splashes into the, ar- into the river this uh, it's very this, this there's kind of something funny about this uh, encounter because these zombies are so slow and are put so far away from you that they have to spend their whole turns getting up to you and mm-hmm. then you can just take care of it.
1: Zombies for you. Kick
0: up. Wrecked. Calamus has been beset upon once again by another zombie. We'll see if you manage to, to take care of it before the trouble occurs. Mindy.
1: All right. Um, I mean, so first, uh, my magic missile I don't think that takes up an action I, th- I think it just happens no
0: it's Perfect. just free
1: that's just 1d4 plus 2
0: yep 1d4 plus
1: 1 1d4 one plus 1 uh, well here's the d4 got a 2 so that's 3 damage 3 damage and with the rest of my action um, boy the only thing that I have this long range is magic missile huh all right. Uh, I also have Electric Arc, which I have prepared.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there's only one enemy, so I guess that's not as full. Damage
4: is damage.
1: Damage is damage, it's true. Yeah, all right, then. This one's two actions, too, so this is... uh.
0: Yeah, I mean, most spells are. Reflex DC. 19. Reflex roll. No! 20. How about that?
1: How the... How... Takes how three do...
0: electric damage.
1: How this... How does this zombie have such good reflexes? That thing just dodged right out of the way. It, just,
4: it rolled good.
0: <laughs> it rolled good. It was lucky. <laughs> All right. Is that you, Mindy?
1: I believe so. I think I only have... I think I have an action left, but, like, I don't...
0: Round three. Hist.
4: Alrighty. Um. The zombie moving up on calamus uh hasn't taken any damage yet right
0: it just took three damage from all oh, right Mindi.
4: okay how's how uh if as i peep around the rock how's it looking
0: uh it's looking fine <laughs> hail and hearty okay
4: um... i've also prepared an assist so does somebody aiding need to be in the vicinity? Zach, when it, comes it depends to on the situation. In in this specific combat-based situation.
0: Well, what would you be doing to aid and how would it help?
4: I just don't want to do something to fuck up Calamus's plans. Oh, I just mean I can help someone,
3: but yeah. like.
0: Which could be could even be yes.
3: Right. I'm. Yeah. If you need assistance to your role.
4: Um. I think I'm good. Just gonna quickly double check.
0: Well, like I can see, like if you're using, if you're doing um, another telekinetic projectile, Calamus could do an, uh, an athletics to aid by holding the zombie still. Mm. And yeah, that's plus kind one. of
3: what I was thinking. Like, I make the zombie more available.
0: It's Calamus' turn next anyway, which means that they'll get their turn back, and they won't. This is their last chance to use their reaction.
4: But I might as well. Okay, that makes sense. Rather than uh, yeah, do the other thing I was thinking about, which, to be fair, I, I am mean... fine with. No, I'm, it's good. It's good. Um, I will move a little closer, like skimming background, and yeah, again with telekinetic projectile, not amped um, this time because I can only do that so many times a day. I like lift up my hand in a bunch of like shattered pieces of like shell. Uh, that are, like, around on the shores of the bank. Uh, I, like, I raise a little cluster of them up about one bulk's worth <laughs> and just, like, pepper it forward um, like buckshot, almost. As all these little pieces of stuff, like, slice into this, uh, into this zombie. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Pew, 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 pew.
4: What the fuck, D20?
0: <sighs> that is a natural one.
4: Yeah. I'll, hero, I'll hero point it. Okay. Look, for the first time, I think, in all of my experience playing Pathfinder, I started the session with three hero points. <laughs> I'm Ooh. unused to this. Uh, that goes to a 20 on the die.
0: That does go to a 20 on the no, die. Sorry, 20,
4: a 20 not that. my apologies.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Calamus, did you want to use your athletics to attempt to aid?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think Calamus, yeah. like, wrestles the zombie still.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because you have the Titan Wrestler ability, so you can
4: choose to engage. I don't even know if I'm supposed to have that. <laughs> yeah, you need to just roll the athletics check.
3: Oh, I do have to roll it, okay.
0: Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Alright, yeah. You give it S the plus one. Uh, is the a plus... Is is it 21? 21? Uh, close to a crit, but not quite a crit. Still deals 20 slashing damage. This thing is now looking a lot worse. counts that's you.
3: I guess I'd like to... Do I like to have my weapon? Can I be casting spells while my weapon has been out, or do I have to switch to my weapon?
0: You can cast spells with a weapon in your hand.
3: Okay, so... I might just try to give it a final blow with the Morning Star. Sure. Forgot about your big ass weapon.
0: <laughs> you thumped this guy for six damage, still standing.
3: Uh, that was only one attack, one move, right?
0: Mm-hmm. One action, yes.
3: I'm gonna hit him again. <laughs> just gonna beat the shit out of this thing. <laughs> you can still you do disrupt on against nature. I could just disrupt. Un- and <laughs> Calamus looks at the morning star, like, eh, and just goes back to disrupt undead.
0: That's good damage. Yep. That's a bad roll. That's a critical failure. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, this thing explodes in a <laughs> column of holy—not uh, holy, but but life energy. <laughs>
1: Sorry, for the the listeners, Zach just deleted the token entirely after all the other (laughs) ones that died have X's over them because it exploded so hard. (laughs) Calamus is unhappy. (laughs) Do you have exploded bits of zombie on you now?
3: Yeah, Calamus is like holding on to the shore while dipping into the water (laughs) and muttering. I I think
1: turn to Ist and go, hey, you want to use some uh, Mage Hand to dump water on our, our friend over there?
3: It's muttering to themselves, like, oh, this fucking sucks.
4: Sure. Incredible. Um, we should look over the ca- wreckage of the caravan before we move on
0: from this. Yeah, Um. H2, you see um, Featherfall, the undead albert actually has a satchel dra- draped around its body. Ooh.
2: Alright, um, I'm going to take the collar and uh, I'm going to open the satchel uh, and look through it, see if there's anything interesting in there.
0: Uh, there's a handful of gems in there uh, with about two gold pieces as well as uh, Claudia's portion of the map of enclaves and towns hidden away in the Gravelands.
1: Yeah, maps.
0: If you're also looking over the carriages, you find some kind of bags of of gold uh, and and treasure uh, that have been protected from grave robbers by the wild undead that roam the area, as well as some uh, uh, hastily sketched maps uh, that you found among the wreckage, which might give you a good chance to um, uh, if you'd like, instead of rolling survival to find your way to the next uh, stop along the road, you could attempt Society check to decipher writing and interpret them.
4: Yeah, let's um, scoop up the maps, and yeah, let's let's collect up uh, the valuables. As chaotic as it is, is, I think there's something about the Gravelands that makes them more altruistic, given their history here, uh, and so it can go towards like stuff for the refugees. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So...